Welcome to the Sound of Truth Bible Chat with your host, Brett Morani, where he leads discussion in God's Word. Let's join him now. Okay, so we are now at Exodus. We finished Genesis. Now we go to Exodus. After we finish Exodus, we'll go to the New Testament for the book of Matthew. Yep. But Exodus chapters 1 through 10 was our assignment for this week. Let's talk about this section of Scripture. This reminds me of Genesis 1 through 11 in that there is so much ground covered. Oh, yeah. In the, I mean, so 400 years? Much. More than 400 years? Well, no, no, not, not ground covered from Exodus 1 through 10 is not 400 years. It's Moses to birth to his, till he's 80 years old. So 80 years is covered. But 400 years are in the white between Genesis 50 and Exodus 1. That's 400 years gap. There's probably been in that 400 years an increased separation between the Hebrew people and the Egyptians with their differences in the way they viewed life and all that. Mm-hmm. But once you start Exodus 1... It, There's even more? The chapters cover 80 years. Uh, under Joseph, there was a good relationship between the Hebrew people, and the Pharaoh at the time. But and now there was 400 only, years later. Yeah, there's less than 100 of them. Now there's a nation. Now there's a nation. And there's been they zero assimilation. Been, they, yeah, they have been faithful to obey the mandate in Genesis to be fruitful and multiply. Mm-hmm. And so now you have, by the time Moses is 80 years old, approximately 2 million Hebrews living in Egypt instead of the original family of 70. In 400 years, they multiplied that much. So. Can you imagine a graph? Yeah, really. <laughs> 70, and then, what, what, 400 years later, 500 years later, you're up to 2 million? I think it was Crazy. back in the 70s or 80s, there kind of became this popular thing with the, with the earth shrinking, with the global population growing. Just replace yourself. Two parents have two kids. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, China did even more than that. They went to the yeah. one-child-only policy. But, yep. but they, they grew tremendously here, and now... They have a, a, a king, a, a pharaoh, who doesn't remember Joseph, doesn't know about him at all, but and he's going to start persecuting, enslaving God's people, the Hebrews. Yeah, out of fear. Mm-hmm. Even to strong. the point of having their male children killed, supposedly supposed to have them killed when they're being born, but the Hebrew midwives, according to chapter 1, weren't really doing that very well. Right. So then they're going to throw them in the Nile. Scary right? stuff. Talk yeah. about China and you know, the one-child policy. This kind of takes that to the extreme. No boy policy. Mm-hmm. That's scary. But in the midst of that, we have Moses, chapter 2. One family says, we're not going to make sure our, our little boy's not killed, our baby boy. Right. They I'm trust the Lord with Trust this. the Lord. Put him in a little ark, if you will. That's, that's a good point. Yes, put him in the little ark. Put him in the water. Uh, one of Pharaoh's household finds him, mm-hmm. brings him in, falls in love with this baby. And Calls him a beautiful baby, right? Yeah, raises him. Beautiful. Moses, drawn out of the water, name out of the water. Yeah. Moses raises him in Pharaoh's household and even goes and just so happens, under God's sovereignty and God's mm-hmm. care. Unbelievable. His birth mother, his mom, is the one who provides the care for him. Yes. That is the only, only God would have mm-hmm. figured out, like, I'm going to solve every problem here. So great. I loved it. When I didn't know this. His name means out of water. I drew him out of the water. Moses. That yeah. makes that makes the uh, the parting of the sea that much more powerful to me. Yeah, good point. I've never thought I didn't know his name meant that, but wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God's like, out of the water is your name, huh? No water's <laughs> gonna touch you. So he he good stuff. Grows to be forty years old and then he commits murder 
he knows he's Hebrew because mm-hmm. he sees sees this uh, these two Hebrews fighting. Um, so he's grown up seeing his people. If this, he's grown up seeing his people being mistreated, enslaved, being enslaved and mistreated, and this one just kind of puts it over the edge. And he's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna get justice for my people with this." For guy. one he's, of them, yeah, yeah, one person. And I think it might have been in Hebrews where it says he thought when he did that they would realize that God had raised him up to be the deliverer, but they didn't recognize that. Mm. Instead, they he he had to run, right? Yeah, they, he fled to Midian, out in the countryside. But at the end of the chapter, chapter two, uh, the the Pharaoh dies, but the Israelites are groaning. Verse twenty three: the Israelites groaned in their slavery and cried out, and their cry for help because of their slavery went up to God. God heard their groaning and remembered His covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. Patriarchs from Genesis, minus Joseph, because we talked about this, mm-hmm. how he identifies himself. So God looked on the Israelites and was concerned about them. God heard their cries. I preached a message many, many years ago, probably 25 years ago, on this, on this, this final paragraph of Exodus 2 about how God hears our cries. Mm-hmm. He cares about his people. He hears our cry. And here's the beautiful part about this. All of the preceding material in chapter 2 was about God preparing this deliverer. So before we even cry out to God, God's already been working on the answer for us, which is beautiful to think about. They're crying out to God. They reach a point in their misery that... And and isn't that something? It doesn't say they cried out to God earlier when they were just going into their slavery. Mm -hmm. It's after they've been in their slavery for at least... Moses here is, what, 40 years old? At least 40 years that then they finally reach a point of their crying out to God. Mm-hmm. And isn't that like, aren't we so like that? We'll dwell in our misery a little bit before we'll... Or we try to actually, fix it ourselves. Exactly. We're trying to fix... We got to get ourselves out of this. And then you finally come to the point like, I can't. Nowhere else to look but, the proverb right. saying, but up. Yep. Finally hit rock bottom or whatever. And we look up. So they're, they cry out to God. He cares. He hears. And he's already been preparing an answer for them in the person of Moses. If you're enjoying this podcast, please share with your friends. Thanks. The music is by Canon and is used with permission. This podcast is copyrighted by Brett Amorani, 2021.